Welcome into another edition of the Raptors Pod Table Podcast. Gil McGregor here. It is Tuesday, April 27th, and the Raptors have won five out of six now, coming off a 112-96 win over the Cleveland Cavaliers Monday night. And that play-in spot, that final play-in spot, is still within reach. The Raptors move to 26-35 and on the season, while the Cavaliers fall to 21-40. and Toronto led by 25 points from Pascal Siakam. Another big game from him. 11 for 19 from the field for Spicy P. 2 for 5 from beyond the arc on a night where the Raptors made two of their first 23s. Wasn't that plentiful from the land beyond, but they still found a way to get things done. OG Ananobi, 20 points, 9 for 15 from the field. Missed all five of his three-point attempts, so he was one of the guys who could not get going from deep. Malachi Flynn off the bench, 18 points in 24 minutes. Just four for six from the field, but a perfect eight for eight from the charity stripe. Not a very loud night for Fred Van Vliet. Eight points, six assists, three for 10 from the field, one for five from deep. Kyle Lowry, one for six from deep, three for nine from the field. Nine points, 10 assists, five of which came to Kim Birch, who tied a career high with 14 points on seven for nine shooting. Also pulled down six boards. Kyle Lowry had the great coat after the game. He's trying to get his guy paid. They have great chemistry, no pun intended, but it all stems from Kyle Lowry trying to set his guy up and get his guy paid. Trying to get him paid. <laughs> I mean, that's what I try to do is try to get my teammates paid and, and help us win games and, and make sure that everyone around me is successful. Uh, you know, I think he's uh, he's a talented kid and uh, he's given he's in an opportunity where he can be successful. So why not, you know, try to make him, you know, be successful? He's finding his way. He's finding the spots, right? He's just finding the spots, and we're throwing the ball. We're in an opportunity where we're in a lot of spacing um, actions, and he's getting a lot of dunks and rolls. And uh, you know, he missed a three tonight. That he had two threes tonight. That he, you know, if he makes one of them, he has a what seventeen. You know what I mean? So you know, just opportunity. Now, it was a pretty interesting game, actually. The Cavs came out firing a little bit. I won't say on all cylinders, but they came out firing. We're up 10-2 early on. Then the Raptors respond with a 20-2 run to get up big. The second unit came in and didn't look the greatest. Uh, at the end of the first quarter, the Raptors were actually up 10 points, and then the Cavs kind of clawed back into it because the second minute, second unit minutes weren't great. Going to halftime, the Raptors are actually only up by one point. Uh, but things really kind of took a different tone in the second half. The Raptors really separated themselves in the third quarter, outscoring Cleveland by 10 to take an 11-point lead into the fourth. And then uh, a stat worth noting, this Raptors team, despite its ups and downs this season, and there have been some blown leads after leads were built in the fourth quarter, but going into the fourth quarter with the lead, the Raptors are 22-3 and this season. So it's a good omen they went to the fourth quarter with the lead in this one and then outscored the Cavs by five in the fourth quarter alone to take a 16-point win. Worth noting for the Cavs, rookie Isaac Okoro, uh, top five pick in this past draft, looking pretty good, career high for him, 20 points for the 20-year-old who was only one for eight from deep. He came in the league with the reputation of being a defensive stopper or having the potential to become one, and for him to show his uh, development, at the end of his rookie year as a, as a scorer. Uh, I think Cavs fans should be excited about him. I have more on him and the rest of how this game went down with the takeaways over on NBA.com. Pretty shorthanded Cavs team. 
no Isaiah Hardenstein, no Larry Nash Jr., no Colin Sexton, no Matthew Dellavedova, no Lamar Stevens, no Dylan Windler. The Raptors were without Chris Boucher. They were without Jalen Harris, Gary Trent Jr., uh, Paul Watson still out of lineup as well. Aaron Baines, DMPCD, everybody else got action on the night. Talk about Malachi Flynn. Uh, again, the, the bench didn't look great to start, but Malachi Flynn really got the second unit together in that second half, especially with his play. 18 points, five boards, five assists for him. The bench had a pretty big fourth quarter. Uh, the bench, after only scoring 11 points in Madison Square Garden on Saturday, the bench bounced back, finished with 36 points, outscored the Cavs' second unit 36 to 31. Not a crazy discrepancy, but again, heck of a way to bounce back uh, after scoring just 11 points. And obviously, this game got away from the Cavaliers late, so the bench had some extended minutes down the stretch. But you see Utah uh, come and score nine points. Freddie Gillespie, four for four from the free throw line, six. Points. Uh, he made use of his five fouls, as did Pascal Siakam. But uh, for those guys in the second unit to continue to develop these young guys who Flynn is obviously going to be a part of the future of this franchise. Utah, uh, potentially a part of the future of this franchise. Freddie Gillespie, potentially a part of the future of this franchise. They got to perform. And, you know, especially on the front end of a back-to-back for the Raptors, it's very important that these guys are able to sustain uh, the leads that the First unit can build and stay out there and get those guys more rest. Look at the minute count for those guys. OG, 32 minutes. Pascal, 31 minutes. Birch, 29. Van Vliet, 31. And Kyle Lowry, of course, game high, 33 minutes and 40 seconds for him. But front end of a back-to-back. The Raptors are right back in action today on Tuesday, April 27th at 7.30 p.m. on Sportsnet. The Brooklyn Nets are back in town again the second time in the span of a week. The Raptors... Got a win over Brooklyn last week, but Kevin Durant did not suit up. All signs indicate that he will be back in action, uh, and he looked pretty good in his first game back in action this past week. He missed three games with a thigh contusion, came back to the lineup on Sunday as they took on the Phoenix Suns, and he had 33 points in 28 minutes. Kevin Durant scores like no other, uh, one of the best to ever do it. He's back in action, so... No James Harden, but with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant slated to suit it up, uh, doesn't get much easier for the Raptors, who again took care of business Monday night against the Cavs and helped themselves in the standings. Take a look at the plan picture because that's what everybody has their eye on. The Raptors again moved to 26 and 35, but did not move up in the standings. The Bulls got a tough win over the Miami Heat on Monday. They moved to 26 and 35 and are. In 11th place, and both teams, the Raptors and the Bulls, are a game behind the Washington Wizards. Finally saw their eight-game win streak come to an end. DeMar DeRozan helping out his former team had a big night, uh, 37 points and 10 or 11 assists. Uh, just really growing as a playmaker. Finds himself in the top 10 in assists in the NBA this season. Uh, duel with Bradley Bill, who had uh, 45 points in, on the night, but it was not enough as the Wizards Lost in a game, I think the final score was 146 to 40, 143. Not very much defense. It did take overtime, but the Spurs with a 146-143 win over the Wizards in overtime. The Wizards 
win streak comes to an end, but they remain in 10th place thanks to that win streak. So Wizards have a one-game lead over the Bulls and Raptors. It's worth noting that the Bulls have the tiebreaker of the Raptors. The Raptors have the tiebreaker over the Wizards. Uh, so the Raptors face the Wizards one more time this year too. So if they can leapfrog the Bulls, all they have to do is take care of business and defeat the Wizards to get that 10th spot, which is the final play-in spot in the Eastern Conference. Again, it gets no easier after the second end of the back-to-back against the Brooklyn Nets. Raptors have a day of relaxation, recovery. I don't know if you can call it that because it's a travel day and the Raptors will head out west for a four-game trip. Raptors set to take on the Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz, and of course, can't have a West Coast trip without a back-to-back at Staples Center to take on the Lakers and Clippers. LeBron James could be back in the lineup. Kawhi Leonard's been out of the lineup for the Clippers, but they are one win, or their magic number is one uh, to get back into the postseason for the ninth time in 10 seasons for the Clippers. So, again, it's four playoff teams, four teams who are kind of jockeying for position. You never really know at this point in the season who's going to play, who's going to rest, but Denver's been playing really good basketball. Michael Porter Jr. Uh, has really been stepping up in the absence of Jamal Murray. The Jazz, 6-6 six and six over their last 12, so not as scary as they've been in the past, but they've been without Donovan Mitchell, and uh, I think, I won't say they're in cruise control, but they have their sights set on the playoffs. LeBron James could be back in the lineup for the Lakers, and again, the Clippers uh, are just trying to get into the playoffs with the momentum. The Raptors actually played them twice in the month of May, so that is not easy as well. But again, Raptors back in action today or tonight, Tuesday, April 27th, 7.30 p.m., Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and the Brooklyn Nets are at Amelie Arena to take on Toronto Raptors. I believe it's a welcome Toronto night in Tampa, so you'll see the black and gold OVO uniforms as well. Keep it locked in with us over on NBA.com. Got you with a preview for that already. Injury updates, who's playing, who's not playing, and throughout the game, live blog, takeaways off of the game as well. Keep it locked in with us over at NBA.com and here on the Raptors Pod Table Podcast. We've got you covered with everything Raptors as the 2020-21 season winds down. It's amazing to think that the Raptors have just 11 games left in this one and a lot to play for still, taking it one game at a time. We'll be here with you game by game and Make sure to subscribe to the pod. Get them right in your feed every time they drop. Got some good things coming to you very soon. You don't want to miss it, so stay locked in with us. That's all for this edition of the Raptors Pod Table Podcast. We'll be back with you tomorrow off of the Nets game for another next day wrap. Thanks for tuning in to the Raptors Pod Table Podcast. I'm Gil McGregor. Catch you tomorrow.